You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hello, mamas. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Mama Work It podcast. I am so glad you're here. If you're new around here, my name is Marissa Lonick, working mama of four, certified intuitive life and business coach, three-time author, self-proclaimed time momager and biz momager, and your host. And today I've got an amazing mindset guru, Elizabeth Schaefer. I'm super excited to be chatting with her because as you may or may not know, your mindset is responsible for up to 95% of your success. Like it is a legit tool that so many people know nothing or very little about and yet could potentially be leveling you up in so many areas of your life. So Elizabeth is also a certified coach. She's the founder of Tandem Life Coach. In her practice, she focuses heavily on mindset and confidence. So I knew this that she would make a fabulous guest on the show because this is like the number one thing I hear when I speak with clients about what's potentially stopping them from achieving what they're looking to do. Also, Elizabeth is a mama of three kiddos, ages 11, 8, and almost 4, so she gets it. The juggle is real. And she's also just an incredible human who I have been fortunate enough to get to know over the past few months. And I just knew as soon as we kicked off recording for season four, she was someone I had to call to share her knowledge, her perspective, her value with our community. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. Thanks for all that. You make me sound kind of cool. (laughs) (laughs) You are kind of cool. All right. Well, first things first, tell us about your journey as a mom, as a coach. Tell us all the things we want to know. Well, I think that you would need like 5 million podcasts for me to tell you about the journey as a mom. But to shorten it up, um, we've adopted our three children. We actually are in the process of adopting our third through the foster care system. Um, So becoming a family was one of the hardest things that we've ever done, as well as just being a mom, as those of you know, um, that are listening. Being a mom is not for the faint of heart. We do... Because we adopted through the foster care system, all three of our kids do have special needs. So we do have that extra layer. Um, So yeah, we've been in a family planning. I mean, 2009, I went off birth control. And we're just now finalizing our final child. So it's been, what, 14 years of this chapter? And I am ready to seal it shut. So that's kind of my (laughs) mom. (laughs) Mom in a nutshell. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like life coaching, I've just always loved encouraging, coming alongside people. I've got like 10 marriages under my belt. I've got some pregnancies, some unwanted pregnancies. <laughs> um, I've got 
uh, jobs, houses. I just have always been a networker and I've loved to come alongside and help people. So when I found out it was something that could be monetized and something that could help my family, I got certified. So I've been doing that for about two and a half years. Love it. Love it. I love how you're like, I've got 10 marriages under my belt. My first thought was like, you have not been married 10 times, but then I put two and two together and I figured that out. (laughs) Right. But I've quit matchmaking because some of those ended in divorce and I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'm a little rusty. So now I don't really do the matchmaking. (laughs) Maybe the mindset coaching is more of your forte. (laughs) I'll stick to that. Yeah. So tell us, what has your journey with mindset been like? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because I'm a feeler. And so I always have been told my whole life from people close to me is I have very high highs and very low lows. And I remember specifically at a church camp in middle school, it was just a great weekend. And I remember feeling fear of going home because I knew a low was coming. And it felt like I had people telling me, like, it's like a roller coaster. Like, you're so fun when you're on, and then we don't know when you're going to drop. And I didn't, I just was like, well, that's the way I'm made. I'm emotional. And, but I would have low, low. So I remember, like, during my menstrual cycle, it would be like contemplating, contemplating chugging pills. Like, I remember going to my mom scared that I didn't want to live anymore. So I would have very low lows. Um, And then in 2000, funny when I went off birth control 2009 I had a pretty severe mental breakdown Mm. and I remember I'd like stripped off all my clothes and I was throwing up and my husband was like what do I do with her and I kind of went into like a canatonic state where I was staring I could hear him but I couldn't come to and I just remember he was on the phone with my sister who's a psychologist being like I don't know how to help her and I remember that there was some music in the background Anyways, I've been seeing a psychologist and she had been saying like, you're getting burnt out, like you're about to have a mental breakdown, but I didn't listen. And so I went on disability for four months and just worked on like chiropractor and just all kind of level physical health. And so I, from then on, I had this like bend towards anxiety and I was like, I'm just, I'm an anxious person. I just, that's who I am. And that was always kind of like, it's just who I am. Like. I'm high, I'm low. That's just who I am. And then about three, maybe three years ago, I, so I was raised in the church. And so there's words that you don't say in the church. And it's like manifest is a word like you wouldn't hear because it's almost like woo woo. And over the course of the pandemic and just kind of re-looking at my relationship with God, I started just kind of reading about the power of our thoughts. And I was realizing, oh my gosh, I'm made in God's image. Therefore, God is in me. Therefore, God's power is in me. The word, it just means manifest. Why does it have to be wooey? Like, why can't it just be, this is what it is? And I just started taking my life and going, I don't want to feel that way. I'm not going to feel that way. Or exploring what is anxiety and why does anxiety come? Or I don't want to be just this way. Like, I don't feel like I have to be like a roller coaster. I can have crappy things happen, but then I can choose how I want to respond. So why am I not doing that? So just through a series of podcasts and reading books and prayer, and I just realized I have power that I can take my thoughts captive and I can actually replace them with the thoughts that I know be true. So that's kind of how I got to where I am. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I love that you tap into the fact that you just realized you had this power within the whole time. Mm-hmm. 
and you just weren't necessarily being taught to use it. And Mm -hmm. probably a lot of our listeners don't realize that either, right? That it exists within us. Yeah. Yeah. I think the powerful thought that we're co-creators with God and we don't just have to sit back, but we can go after it. Mm, Powerful. Yeah. I'm curious, what do you think is the number one thing that stops people from getting to a place where their mindset leads the way to success? Themselves. Um, But the outside voices, I think a lot of times it can creep in even as I'm building my business. Like if in your, I saw a podcast recently or listened to a podcast recently, but if you're in a place of expansion or growing, you probably don't want to scroll on social media because you're going to compare. Um, I just think that outside voices will come in and you're just going to constantly compare yourself. It's inevitable. And so you'll say, well, she's got it together and I don't have that. Oh, she knew that. I don't have that. And so we talk ourselves out of it because we're looking at everyone's kind of what they're showing and we're not seeing behind the scenes and we're comparing our behind the scenes with what everyone's showing and we talk ourselves out of it. Absolutely. I call that comparisonitis. Mm-hmm. And ex- you're absolutely right. We're comparing apples to oranges. Mm-hmm. We're comparing our real life to people's highlight reel. Right. And it's never going to add up. Right. Right. Well, and it's not accurate. Like, yeah, there are the moments that they're showing, but I would say majority of the time people aren't showing the ugly. Like I've seen the Instagram reels where I'm like, I know I'm their, I'm their coach and I'll see and I'll be like, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how often people are really authentic online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think authenticity is something that is crucial when it comes to mindset? Absolutely. Because if you can't be real with where you are, then you're not going to grow because it's asking the hard questions. Like, for example, if I can't be authentic about my struggle of shame, how can I confront my shame? If I'm in denial about it, but if I can look at my shame and then say, why are you shameful? Oh, because X, Y, and Z. So I can have change my thought around it. Here's a prime example. My family and I were just in Mammoth and we go to rent a kayak and the little old lady, country lady, super sweet, but she comes out with the life jackets and she says, I haven't even talked to my husband about this. Like I've just like worked it out and this is very like, whoa, but she comes, she's looking at us and she goes, Oh, you get the biggest one. And she gives me the biggest life vest. And right away inside, I'm like, why didn't that feel good? Like, why did that? And so I kind of just sat with it, like got curious, right? Like get gently curious with ourselves. And so I'm just sitting in the kayak with my son and just in my head going, why did that bother me? Well, because you don't, society says it's not good to be a big girl. And it's like, well, am I the biggest one out of my family? Yes, I am the biggest one out of my family. She wasn't a lie. If you just look at it black and white, I was the biggest one. And are you doing whatever it takes to be your healthiest self? Yeah, I am. And are you like enjoying a vacation with your family? Yeah, I am. So were you thinking about your size before she came and said that? No, not at all. Did you happily put on your clothes and not think about how you looked? I did. Okay, then you're in a good place. But I literally was had to come to terms with, why do I feel this way? 
and then talk myself through it to where to this point, I mean, this was five days ago and I haven't even talked about my husband. Whereas before I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. I can't get in the kayak. It's going to, did you hear what she said? The kayak is going to go down underwater. I'm like, I would have just, it would have ruined my whole day. You would have spiraled. You would have spiraled. Oh, hardcore spiral. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good example. Thank you so much for sharing. And like how you worked through that. You worked through that and it probably only took you a few minutes. I mean, you are a mindset guru, as I said, at this point. So maybe not everyone could be at that expert level in that moment. But I think just hearing that story and realizing, hey, it's not that hard. Like Mm -hmm. I can do this too. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I tell my clients all the time. The one question I was talking, because I've mentored a lot of college students and I was FaceTiming one of them yesterday. And she's dealt with like paralyzing anxiety. And I said, one question I want to leave with you. One question is, is this true? And that one question is going to change everything. That's powerful. That's powerful. Is this true? So for someone listening, what are some things they can do to strengthen their mindset muscle to get better Mm -hmm. at this? Mm -hmm. So it takes intentionality. And it takes work, but I believe all good habits do. I believe, I believe if you want a life like this, the reason why most people don't want have it is because they don't work for it. And so if you want it, like it's worth it and hard things are. So um, daily gratitudes, I write down gratitudes every morning. Um, I set intentions. So I just, that's just writing out like, this is what I want my life to be. I do it over my marriage. I do it over my kids. I do it over my work. Um, and then I, um, really podcasts and books, like I really protect what comes in. So for me, I won't sit and watch a ton of TV. I have my shows that come on. Like I just totally binged on vacation, sweet magnolias. Like, so there are shows that I'll just kind of binge, but really I protect my mind. And with that, it's like, if I feel like I'm on social media too much, I'm going to turn the phone off. Or if there's certain accounts that I feel like aren't good for me, I will, I'll mute them or I'll unfollow them. So it's really protecting what our eyes see um, and our ears hear. But it's the intentionality of like meditation is huge, as you know, um, writing out the gratitudes. It's literally feel, filling your brain up with what's going to challenge it and remind you of what's true. I remember when all of this started, I think I read three books in one weekend all on the same topic. I mean, I just was like, I'm sure my husband was wondering where I was with the kids, but I just remember I could not put the books down because I was like, this is so simple. How did I not know this before? So it's just the intentionality and diving in, finding the podcast, reading the books, doing the journaling, um, hiring a life coach, like whatever it is, if you're ready, go all in and you'll never be the same again because it's going to infiltrate every area of your life, your parenting your relationship with your partner, your work, your friends, like every area that you care about will be impacted in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is so in line with even how you're managing your time because you're saying you're protecting your mindset, but you're also protecting your time, your energy, all these things with with deciding what comes in, what you scroll, what you see, what you watch you know, who you talk to, all of these elements. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know you outside this podcast and I know you are releasing something fascinating when it comes to mindset and the different generations. Mm -hmm. 
So tell us more about what that is, what you've learned about how mindset affects different ages in different ways. I'm super curious. I want to know. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited. So I say, basically I'm saying Taylor Swift, T-Swift, move over. I've got my own era. (laughs) It's coming straight to your computer. It's my first ever online courses. Um, but I'm doing it for age and stage. And so I'm not saying that you have to be a certain age to buy a certain one, but I just use topics that are common, that common, that are commonly coming up. So I've got ages 18 to 30 and that's dating. And is it, and it's, are they just that into you? Are they not? And I think so many times the basis of this one is the settling. And, uh, I know for sure that girls are just literally laying it out there and not protecting their hearts, not holding on to standards. They want just the attention or the guy to tell them they're pretty or whatever. And my favorite fa- phrase, and I've been saying it, I came up with it. I was really proud of myself um, 12 years ago, but there isn't a condom that fits your heart. And I Ooh. think for me, <laughs> that was like, girls protect your heart more than anything. And so that's going to be that one is just dating and approaching, not settling and some tools and tricks um, that will help you know if you're settling or not. And kind of how do you know if someone is really interested? And then I have 30s, which this one, I had four calls, four clarity calls in a row. And the women were all 38 years old. They were all in tears, not knowing even what their desires were, didn't even know how to implement self-care. And it gets to the price of the of hiring me, and they say, I just can't do that. I don't spend that money on me. But then I see on social media they're paying for cheer for their kids, they're paying for sports for their kids. They're and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, so 30s is self-care without mom guilt. So how to implement self-care without mom guilt. Because I have lots of clients who do hire me and they're like, I just feel guilty if I come home and then I leave to get my nails done and I haven't seen my kids all day. So like there's just, we're going to be talking all about how to implement self-care without any guilt. And then 40s plus, this is where I, I believe for me that happened, but enough is enough. You're finally at the age where you're like, okay, my kids are a little bit older. I see how I've kind of lost myself in parenting. I've lost myself but I still am insecure. Why do I still care what people think about? Why do I still feel like a sixth grader on the inside? Oh my gosh, she looked at me weird. Or does this look okay? Or like we're still insecure and we're sick of being insecure. So 40s plus is the great exchange and we're saying goodbye to insecurity and hello to confidence. So all three of those are going to be launching September 1st. All right. Final question for you before we dive into our lightning round here, Elizabeth. What has mindset helped you personally achieve? This can be anything from motherhood to your relationship to your business, you name it. Tell us about one big win that mindset has helped you achieve. I would say overall, how I talked about how I used to be a roller coaster, I'm just more steady. So I can have something hard, like I could have infertility or I could have a fight with my husband or my special needs kids flips me off or spits at me. And I know how to stay calm now. And obviously I'm not 100% perfect, but it's like even with the life vest, I just don't spiral. I know how to catch myself before I spiral. And it doesn't, one thing won't impact the rest of my day. Well, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. That is an incredible life skill. I think many of us could benefit from. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. 
Oh, such a good topic, Elizabeth. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's move on to our lightning round. As I said, these are going to be just some random questions so our listeners can get to know you even more personally than we already have. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay. You talked about this a little bit. I know you don't watch a lot of TV, but what's your guilty pleasure TV show? Man, guilty pleasure. Um, I don't feel like they're guilty. I just, oh, maybe the, um, I have never. That's okay. like a high school show about a girl who lost her virginity and literally teenagers love it. And for some reason I could not get enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you said, I don't feel guilty about any of the shows. Yes, <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, would you say you're more of an introvert or an extrovert? You know, it's interesting. I feel like I'm both. I definitely need time to, like, if I'm around a lot of chaos, but I don't know if it's because my home life is so chaotic. So I would say everyone says I'm a raging extrovert, but I do love my alone time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of moms, even if they've always been extroverts in maybe the current season of like young kids or just lots of stuff happening in the house, like they really appreciate that introvert time. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life? What would it be? Calories don't count. Bread. Fresh from the oven. Like mm. crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. Yum. Yes. Good answer. Mm-hmm. What if they made a movie about your life? Who would you want to play you? I love Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yes. Like when I watched yes. her in Alabama, I had my friend cut my hair like hers. She's a cosmetologist, but I was like, <laughs> I want to be her. I just, there's something about her. I just want to be here. So yeah. I think I'd want Who her. wouldn't want to be Reese? She's right? awesome. I know. Yeah. I know. What's your get it done song? I have a playlist called Happy. Um, and it's just really all upbeat music. I feel like right now, um, is it, it's Beyonce, but is it on top, love on top, love on top? I don't know. I oh, yeah. Know. That's from like her album from 2013, I yeah, think. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, that's a that's a good good song. That well, was like a good I album. Can't, like, like, I'm just like back She's away. dancing in case yeah. you can't see. She's dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm dancing. <laughs> All right. And finally, what is one app you cannot live without? I would say Instagram. That's a very popular answer on this show. I don't know, though, because I really my banking app is so convenient to transfer money to like I check it every morning to love it. You're a business owner. You need your banking app. I mean, it would be a really annoying thing if I had to log on to my computer every time. I don't know. I'm also like I do a lot of mindset work around money. And so I love looking at it. I love sending love to it. I love like, there you are. There you are, my friend. (laughs) You want to see that friend often. Yes. And I love it when my friend is really fat. (laughs) I'm going to give that friend the biggest life fist. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. All right, Elizabeth, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for being here. Before we officially wrap up, please, please tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can access your awesome courses. Just tell us where we can connect with you. I'm on everything. 
ever, like, well, not TikTok. I'm not a TikTok person, but I mean Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, but really, you can have access to everything. My email, my phone number, uh, tandemlifecoach.com. Tandem like the bike, lifecoach.com. And that is where you'll find all links to all things. Yes. And we will absolutely put all of those links in our show notes today. Thank you once again, Elizabeth, for Thank being you. on the show. This has been such an impactful, such a great conversation. Appreciate you so much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.